Chapter number three of the Book of Elves and Fairies for Storytelling and Reading Aloud. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Book of Elves and Fairies for Storytelling and Reading Aloud by francis jenkins olcott adventures of robin goodfellow from mary england how robin goodfellow was born once upon a time when men did eat more and drink less when men did know no knavery there were wont to walk many harmless sprites called fairies dancing in brave order in fairy rings on green hills to sweet music these sprites would make themselves invisible and many mad pranks would they play pinching careless housemaids black and blue and turning ill-kept houses topsy-turvy but lovingly they would use neat housemaids giving them silver and other pretty toys which they left in the maid's shoes and pockets or in bright kitchen pans now in those fairy days there was born on earth a tiny elfin boy whom folk called robin goodfellow and wonderful were the gifts from fairyland that came to robin when he was a baby in his room suddenly would appear rich embroidered cushions delicate linen garments and all sorts of delicious things to eat and drink so he was never in want now when robin was grown to six years he was so mischievous that the neighbors all complained of his pranks until he was forced to run away he wandered about until he began to get hungry then going to a tailor he took service with him he remained there until he grew so mischievous that he was obliged to run away again how he received a message from fairyland after he had traveled a good day's journey from the tailor's house he sat down by the wayside and being weary fell asleep no sooner had he closed his eyes than he fancied he saw tiny beings tripping on the grass before him to the sound of sweet music and when he awoke he found to his surprise a scroll lying near by on which were these verses written in letters of gold robin my only son and heir for food and drink take thou no care wish what thou wilt and thou shalt have the power to tease both fool and knave change when thou wilt thine elfish shape to horse or hog or dog or ape and scare each idle dirty maid and make all wicked men afraid but love thou those that honest be and help them in necessity do thus and all the world shall know the pranks of robin goodfellow if thou observe my just command one day thou shalt see fairyland robin having read this was very joyful 
for he perceived he had fairy power. He straightway wished for something to eat, and it appeared before him. Then he wished himself a horse, and no sooner did he say so than he became a handsome colt, curveting and leaping about. He wished himself a dog, and was one. After that he turned himself into any shape he liked. Then taking his own form again, he once more started on his travels. Of his mad pranks, ho, ho, ho! And from that time forward many were the merry tricks Robin played on those he met. Once, seeing a rude and clownish fellow searching for a lost horse, Robin turned himself into a horse and led the rude man to chase over field and briar until he allowed the man to catch him and mount his back. Then Robin jumped into a stream and, turning into a fish, swam to the shore and ran away laughing, ho, 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 leaving the man to get out of the water as best he could. At night, Robin often visited farmers' houses and helped the neat housemaids with their work, breaking their hemp, dressing their flax, and spinning their yarn. One night he came to a house where there was a good and handsome maid, and while she slept Robin did her work, more than she could have done in twelve hours. The maid wondered the next morning to see all done so finely, and that night she watched to see what would follow. At twelve of the clock in came Robin and singing, fell to work breaking her hemp and doing her spinning, and as he worked he sang a mad song. Within and out, in and out, round as a ball, with hither and thither as straight as a line, with lily and germander and sops of wine, with sweet briar and bonfire, and strawberry wire, and columbine. The maid, seeing that he had no clothes, pitied him, and the next night she laid out a little suit that she had cut and sewed during the day. Robin, coming in, spied the clothes, whereat he started, and said, "'Tis not your garments, new or old, that Robin loves. I feel no cold.' Had you left me milk or cream, you should have had a pleasant dream. Became you left no drop or crumb, Robin never more will come. And with that he ran out the door, laughing loudly, ho, ho, ho. And many other mad pranks did Robin Goodfellow play. At times he turned himself into a will-o'-the-wisp, misleading lovers who came over the heath. At other times he punished knaves and idle maids, or rewarded good and worthy people, and always he ran laughing, ho, ho, ho! How he danced in the fairy ring! At length Oberon, king of fairyland, seeing so many honest and merry tricks, called one night to Robin as he lay sleeping in the green wood. Robin, my son, come quickly, rise. First stretch, then yawn, and rub your eyes. For you must go with me to-night, 
to dance with fairy elf and sprite come quickly now my roguish son tis time our sports were well begun robin hearing this woke and rose hastily and looking about saw in the moonlight king oberon and many fairies with him dressed in green silk and all these did welcome robin goodfellow into their company king oberon took robin by the hand and led him a dance and nearby sat little tom thumb the fairy piper no bigger than a plum his bagpipe was made of a wren's quill and the skin of a tiny bug this pipe made music so shrill and sweet that naught might be compared to it then all the fairies for joy did circle robin round and in a ring did dance about him and robin goodfellow danced in the midst of them and sang this song quick and nimble quick and nimble round about little ones in and out wheel about run hop or amble elves urchins goblins all and little fairies who do pinch black and blue idle maids in dairies make a ring on the grass with your quick measures tom shall play and i will sing for all your pleasures quick and nimble quick and nimble round about little ones in and out wheel about run hop or amble thus they danced for a good space then sat themselves down upon the grass and the fairies told robin of many elfish tricks and merry capers until the time passing a shepherd in a field near by blew his pipes so loudly that he frightened little tom thumb the fairies punished the shepherd by the loss of his pipes so that they presently broke in his hand to his great amazement hereat robin goodfellow laughed ho 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 the morning being come at cock crow the fairies hastened away to fairyland where i think they yet remain end of chapter three recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c